Isiguro e araw-araw nakakarinig ka ng reklamo. You know, complain dito, complain doon. Nakaka-drag down, di ba? Negative. And we hate it. But we all do it. Lahat tayo guilty sa pagre-reklamo. Because siguro we want to change things. Hey, listen. If you want to change something, do it. Kung yun situation that you're in is yung scope of influence mo, do something about it. You know, when people complain, lagi kong sinasabi na pag nagre-reklamo about sa company, sa trabaho, o sa family, or sa church, o kung saan ka naroon, lagi kong sinasabi, kaya nga pala nandudun ka. You're there to make a difference. Be the salt. Be the light. Don't complain. It doesn't take faith. It doesn't take miracles. Kahit sino nakakapag-complain. But you're there as the salt and as the light. So do something to make things better in your world. But there are, I know, there's many things we cannot change. Maraming mga situations we got no control over. Uh, weather palang, uh, the government, traffic, the virus. There's many things that we cannot change. So when you're in a situation and you cannot change your situation, change your perspective about it. Lahat tayo nakakapagpago ng kaisipan. And it's all about perspective and your response. You can always control the way you think about something and what you focus on. All complaining is rooted or comes from our perspective, yung ating pananaw. And the heart is the place where the roots of our emotions and our mindset, where they are, the roots grow there. And complaining is the fruit of what's in our heart. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, sabi ni Jesus, the mouth speaks out whatever the heart is full of. So kung ang puso mo, punong-puno ng discontentment, unbelief, yan, lalabas ang complaint. Or your heart might speak out thanksgiving and gratitude. Whatever lumalabas sa mouth, that reveals what's inside your heart. At ang pagre-reklamo ay Nagpapakita kung anong laman ng iyong puso. Complaint comes from a heart of discontentment or disbelief that God is good. Discontentment about what God has provided. And it's saying, God, you're not enough. Like the story in the book of Numbers, the Bible, about Israelites. Lumabas sila sa Egypt na kung saan nandodon sila bilang mga slaves. And you could see complaint after complaint. Lagi sila nagre-reklamo about walang enough food, no water. They complained about uh, their fears. They complained about the leadership of Moses. And actually, the children of Israel were not complaining because of the situation. Yung kanilang reklamo was because of what was in their heart. And whatever it is that you are complaining about today, you might be complaining about A or B or C or D. But it's not really yun, hindi yun ang problema. That's just the surface thing. But it's really about how you see God. It's the perspective of life. Complaining happens when you take your eyes off of God and His blessing and His greatness And you put your focus on yourself 
and your circumstances. So we've got to change our perspective. The cure for complaining is keep the focus on who God is and what he has done. Now, how do you do that? Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, when your eyes are on God, you can see things clearly. You'll see truth, light, magiging hopeful ka, magiging faithful ka. Kapag ang mata, ang focus na sa sarili mo, ang circumstances mo, and your perspective gets blurry. You start having complaints and it, it blurs your or distorts your perspective. Your perspective of your past, present, and future. In the book of Numbers, chapter 11, verse 4 to 5, it talks about how Israel's greedy desires caused them to complain. Sabi nila, if only we had meat to eat, like back in Egypt. They, they said, remember the free fish, remember the cucumbers, the melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. You know, they were talking as if masarap ang buhay nila nung sila pa ay mga alipin sa Egypt. You know, the slaves were being beaten. They were given only a slave's diet. They were oppressed. They were abused. Even their children were being murdered by the Egyptians. And yet, here they are, when they look at the past, mali, mali, distorted. They were deceived. And that's what complaining does to you. Complaining deceives you and gives you like spiritual amnesia. You know, I often hear, you could often hear people talk about their past life, bago sila nakakilala kay Jesus. And they'll talk about how things were so nice before compared sa mga problema o mga pagsubok na dinadaanan nila ngayon. As if, you know, yung buhay nila noon was better before Christ. You know, the good life. What? God saved you from your empty and guilty and fearful, hateful, sinful life. God rescued you from addiction, abuse. Some were rescued out of depression and even suicidal tendencies. God has provided for you, loved you, given you grace that you don't deserve, plenty of food, health, lots of opportunities. And, you know, it's easy to get spiritual amnesia when you start complaining. And maybe some of you right now are having spiritual amnesia about the past. Akala mo magandang buhay noon compared sa ngayon. But you're probably just experiencing discontentment with what God is providing for you each and every day. Sometimes kasi we start to crave what the world is teasing us with. We become greedy, envious, desiring what others had. Like the Israelites were thinking of what it was like in Egypt. You know, we start to watch advertisements on TV and actually believe it's better. Actually start to doubt that God is good and that God can be trusted. Some of you remember your old life throwing up, having hangovers. You remember the friends that betrayed you. There was no love, no joy, no peace. And so when you complain, it 
distorts or blurs your vision of the past. And it blurs your enjoyment of the present. Nakakahad lang sa pag enjoy because complaining destroys contentment. And complaining ruins your faith for the future. It, it's like you self-destroy the faith and the hope that God has given you for the future. And even though God's promises say, uh, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, don't love money, be satisfied with what you have, God said, that's a promise, I will never fail you, I will never abandon you. But still, complaining ruins our perspective of the past, present, and future. Marami nag-iisip na uh, tumatanda na ako, wala pa rin akong asawa. God must not be good. You know, God has always planned for us to first and foremost maging dependent in fellowship with Him. Marami nagsasabi, God, I have to get married. Ngayong taon na ito. That's the deadline. And maybe God is saying, you're not yet ready for a love commitment. You don't even love me yet, sabi ng Diyos. You may not even love yourself enough. I don't want you to end up making the biggest mistake of your life. Many people are discontent with what God is providing you. Now, financially, you might be jealous and envious of other people, angry and complaining. So, maaring na to take matters in your own hands and try to make your own hanap buhay, your own will, your own way, and in your own timing, independent from God. And that is a sign of discontentment and disbelief in God's goodness. Kung ikaw ay nagahabul ng pera, yung dream, instead of seeking first the kingdom of God, you might take a job even if it takes you away from family. You might value possessions more than the purposes of God. And you end up wondering why your life has a pattern of bad choices, failed marriage, kids that don't know you or respect you. Don't choose a job over family. Don't end up hating what you thought you had to have. Many people are discontent kasi wala pa silang family, wala pang baby, thinking that having other things or having what you want will fulfill you instead of Jesus. Don't see these things as a substitute or replacement of God. There's only one God for your life. Anything else is idolatry. So don't let discontentment destroy your fellowship and dependence on God. Remember, it's all about perspective. Now, I'll give you two ways, two steps, how to change your perspective. And ito ay makakatulong sa pagbura ng complaining sa ating pamumuhay. Number one, the first step is reminders. You know, to recall and remember who God is and what He has done in your life. In Exodus chapter 16, verse 32, the Bible says, and this was God telling Moses and the people of Israel, store up two liters of manna. The manna was the bread that God miraculously provided. And Sabinya, I want you to, and the future generations, to see the food I gave you 
during the time you were in the desert, after I rescued you from Egypt. So he says, put a jar, put some manna in a jar and store it in a place of worship, in the place of worship, the tabernacle, for future generations to see. And I think what God is trying to do, even for us today, is to get us to set up reminders so that we remember what God has done in our past. It's so easy to forget. Sobrang dali na makaroon ng spiritual amnesia. When you're going through something and you need to stretch your faith, sometimes we forget, hey, look what God has done in the past. Look at God's hand in your life and remember that He saved you from near death. Ilang beses na. God helped you when you were sick. He brought you hope when you were in a hopeless situation. God has pulled you through the bad times. He's given you many, many good times. When you were aware of God's love, when you experienced God's forgiveness, no naranasan mo yung daily mercies of God, His grace, His miraculous provisions, store up those reminders. Write down testimonies of God's goodness. You know, put them on sticky notes and write them and put it on your ref or in your bathroom. Videotape, put it on FB, ang iyong mga testimonies. Reminders were so important for God to keep the children of Israel from complaining. And I remember that daily God made bread show up on the ground. They didn't have to work for it. Every day, they just walk outside and start chewing. And bread was there every day. Ito ay reminder na daily kailangan maging dependent sa Diyos. Ang Diyos hindi nagbigay ng maraming maraming pagkain sa isang araw lang and good for the whole month yan. No, every day they had to go out and get fresh bread. And that bread represents the Word of God for us. Jesus, His Word is something we have to depend on perpetually. You know, araw-araw. Water baptism was a reminder. And when they crossed the Red Sea, the children of Israel were like baptized into the river. And they remembered that they crossed over from slave life into freedom. And for us, water baptism represents that we are or have left our old life of slavery to sin and have come into a new life of freedom. And the Passover was a reminder for the Israelites. It was something that God said, for future generations, keep celebrating the Passover. And when your children ask you, what is this all about? Then you explain to them, hey, the wages of sin is death. But we were exempt. The angel of death passed over us because of the Lamb. And that's like our Lord's Supper today. It is a reminder that Jesus took in his body our punishment. And the Lord's Supper wine reminds us today that we have had our forgiveness purchased by the blood of Jesus. And our sin is gone. We have been redeemed through the blood of Jesus. So that's why we have the Lord's Supper every single Sunday, because it's a reminder. And reminders are one way to get rid of complaining. 
Continue to set up reminders in your own life. Maganda na i-journal, isulat mo. Maybe every week you could just write down what are the great things that happened. Anong nangyari na hindi maganda? What were things that were left unsaid? Maybe some things na hindi mo inilabas na galit or frustrations. And also some things that you love that were never appreciated. Write down what you're grateful for. Write down what you're looking forward to. But always set up reminders to connect you to what God has done for you and who God is in your life. The second step for getting rid of complaints is gratitude. Okay, uh, thanksgiving. When we complain, that's a symptom of forgetting. But the cure is the opposite spirit of complaining, which is giving thanks. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Another version says, let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks for this is the will of God for you. Be positive and thankful and make it a habit to count your blessings, not your problems. I have this little template here that says, I'm thankful for my blessings. And then may among the categories, work, education, thankful for blessings in relationships. I'm Maramiyan. Thankful for the blessings in God's creation. Araw-araw nakakita ako ng sunset. And we can see even in the rain, it's a beautiful thing. Thankful for my blessings financially. Thankful for physical body blessings, the health, and I still have two hands and two feet. Grabe, bilangin natin ang mga blessings and let us not slide or drift into a lifestyle of complaining. In Philippians chapter 1, Paul talked about his experience being imprisoned. And he had such a positive attitude about it. Yes, it's bad to be imprisoned, but Paul saw the chance to give thanks to God rather than to complain about his circumstances. Sabi panya in Philippians chapter 1 verse 12, What has happened to me, this imprisonment that was meant to stop me, has actually served to advance the spread of the good news. As a result, the Roman guards and all the others know I am here in jail because I serve Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. So Paul was in prison, but he said, praise God. God's using me to share the gospel among the guards, the Romans. And every day he gives me new people to share with. A lot of people are hearing the gospel. Among elite Roman uh, soldiers are hearing the gospel. He lets me lead worship. You know, Paul was in prison and he was leading worship. He wrote letters. He said things like, rejoice in the Lord. He said things like, do all things without complaining or arguing. He's in prison when he said that. And he even said, I am content. In verse 11 of chapter 4, he said, I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, 
and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. You see, gratitude or thanksgiving comes from being dependent on God. It comes by putting God at the center of your life and knowing that whatever happens, God is in control. He's going to be your father, a good, good father. Speaking of fathers, my father, my personal hero, wrote a book called Hallelujah Anyway. And my father is just always praising God. Kahit anong nangyari, sabi niyo, praise God pa rin. I grew up watching my dad, even in loss, persecution, unfair treatment, laging nagmamanifest ng joy, the joy of the Lord. When his oldest son was killed in a terrible accident, he said, hallelujah anyway. When his youngest son was killed in a terrible accident, he said, hallelujah anyway. No matter what happens, he just says, hallelujah. Praise God pa rin. And like Job, he never has cursed God and never given up trusting in the goodness of God. That's amazing to always trust God and put Him at the center of everything in your life. So you start to complain when you're too focused on what God is not doing for you and what God is not providing for you instead of giving thanks for what He has provided, for what He is doing in your life. The children of Israel eventually, no nagsawa sila sa manna, they started complaining because they were saying, we got manna, yes, but we don't have meat. We want to eat some meat. Yun lang, you know, pag may nag-abot sa'yo ng pera, yun lang, pag manna na naman. I, I know sometimes in my own life na I start to complain. You know, I have no privacy. Wala akong time to myself. When in fact, I need to give thanks that so many people want to spend time with me. I have a wife, I have a son, I have a church. And we need to turn our negative thinking into praise and thanksgiving. Giving thanks cancels the spirit of complaining. We start to complain when we feel entitled, feeling na may karapatan. And that dishonors the one, the God who's given us so much. Sabi ni Moses sa mga tao ng Israel, in Exodus chapter 16, verse 8, your complaints aren't against us, but rather against the Lord. And in Psalms 106, verse 24, the Bible says that they refused to enter the land, the pleasant land, because they did not believe in God's promise. They stayed in their tents and complained. Friends, when you complain, it makes you stay stuck where you are in the miserable tense, it causes you not to obey, to have a stubborn heart. And that's why Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 to 18 says, do everything without complaining or arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of corrupt and sinful people. 
Wow, the Bible says, do everything without complaining or arguing. Everything? Really? Yes. Why? Because people in the dark world, people in your office, people in your barangay, people everywhere, when they see that you can do all things without complaining, even things they know you don't want to do, when you give thanks in all situations, they will know who your father is. They will know that you Act like a child of a good, good father. Jesus said in Matthew 5, when your light shines in the world, it's so different. It can easily be seen in the dark. And the result is people will glorify your father. So shine and don't whine. Come on, stop whining. Your kids are soft. No more complaining. No more Mr. Kimblev to go to the bathroom. Nothing. There is no bathroom. The last thing to remember for today's message is there is a right way to complain. Oh, yeah, you can complain. You should complain, but in the right way. How's that right way to complain? Well, First Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God because he cares for you. Now, David, King David, modeled doing this in the Psalms. The Psalms is like a roller coaster of emotions. The songs were written with outbursts of praise and joy, but also bombs of anger and disappointment. Here's Psalms 142. Listen to the complaining going on here. Oh, si David, nagtatago ako sa kwebang ito dahil ako'y pinapatugis ni Saul. Habang ako'y narito, ako'y patuloy na nananalangin sa Panginoon. Lord, ako'y lumalapit at nananalangin sa iyo. I beg for mercy. Lord, lahat ng aking pag-aalinlangan at kaguluhan ay aking sasambitin. Nung mga panahon ako'y naghihirap, Lord, you are there to guide me. Mga bitag, patibong ay nakatago sa aking landas. Niwala man lang taong gustong lumapit sa akin, Lord. No one really cares. So, Lord, I pray to you because you are the only place of safety and my hope in this land of living. Lord, please hear my prayer. I am completely helpless. Tulungan mo ako, Lord. Napakalakas nila. Tinutugis nila ako. Iligtas mo ako, Lord, sa kulungan na to. Tulungan mo ako sa bagay na ito upang ako'y makapagpasalamat sa pangalan mo. At kapag napansin ng mga tao kung kaano kakabuti sa akin, sila ay magmamadaling lumapit sa aking tabi. The Psalms often talks about the disappointments, the anger, the frustration, a lot of complaining, but it always comes back to God dealing with our hearts and causing us to remember who he is and what he's done and cause us to turn our negative thinking into thanksgiving. Why sometimes are we reluctant to pray to God? Why are we 
sometimes reluctant to complain to him. Akala mo ba na magagalit siya sa'yo? You think God's too busy or he, he, he doesn't want to hear your complaints? Listen, God is not like a human. He doesn't get fed up hearing you talk about what's in your heart. He cares. There's three reasons we should pray openly to God. And there are also the reasons we can trust him. The first reason is because God knows. It's okay when you pray na maging totoo. Sabihin mo lang talaga kung anong nasa puso mo. Share with him all your frustrations. Tell him all about your disappointments, your hurts, your fears, your doubts. Any temptations, just tell him what you're tempted with. Angers, uh, jealousy, it's okay. Anyway, he knows already how you feel. He knows already what you're struggling with. He knows what you need even before you ask. So God knows. Pangalawa, God cares. Oh, God cares when you have a burden. Many times we just want to complain dahil nagahanap tayo ng someone na makinig. We're looking for someone, starving for someone na kakampi. And God cares. Siya yung kakampi mo. So Psalms chapter 55 verse 22, it says, Leave all your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord, and measureless grace will strengthen you. Yeah, bring all your cares, all your worries sa kanyang paanan, and His unlimited grace ay magpapalakas sa inyo. He cares. And the third thing is, God can handle it. He can handle whatever you throw at Him. Kaya, there's two ways He can handle it. Una, kaya niyang tiisin ang lahat ng dumi, lahat ng mga galit, mga frustrations, mga complaints mo. Ang Diyos kaya niyang ishock absorb whatever you have to bring out. He won't be shocked. He won't be uh, angry at you for telling what you're feeling. Even if you think He doesn't like it, Tama lang na dalin na sa kanya at doon na ibuhos ang lahat ng mga complaints mo sa kanya. Hindi isusulat sa Facebook wall mo, kundi share it with him because he can handle what nobody else can handle. And he'll also handle it in another way. He can take care of it. He can handle, he can shoulder the problem, he can solve the problem. So Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, the same God who takes care of me, will supply all your needs. He'll take care of it. He'll handle it from His glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. God is a, a lightning rod. He takes the heat. He took the heat of our sin and our shame, and He'll still take the heat of our complaint. And He'll turn it into something that will work out for the good. He will process your emotions with you. There's a song that says, Where could I go but to the Lord? God is the only safe place to tell your secrets. He's the only place you can really open up all your feelings and everything you have inside of you. And if you don't open up to God about your complaints, you'll end up spewing your complaints to some other place. 
You'll end up putting it on social media. You'll end up getting mad at the people around you that you love. You'll end up complaining where you should not. Okay, bring all your complaints to the Lord because he's the only safe place to do that. When you enter God's presence, come as you are, not as you want to be. God's presence is not a place to bypass your emotions, but a place to process them. Not an opportunity to ignore your complaints, but to bring them to God directly. Pour out your complaints so that he can replace them with a new song of praise. Go ahead and spill out your frustrations, your impure thoughts, angers, jealousy, whatever. Let it come out before him in prayer and he will do a work in your heart and change out complaints and put in faith. Faith in who he is. Faith in what he's done. So deliberately fix your focus on Jesus, his greatness and his blessings. Change your perspective. That's called repentance. How? Through reminders about him and giving him thanks. It takes a choice, just like it takes a choice to trust him. But that's how we are saved. We trust Jesus to take off our sin. We trust him and submit to baptism as a reminder that he has clothed you in his righteousness and make a choice to daily give him thanks and say hallelujah anyway. Praise God in all circumstances give thanks. Do all things without complaining or arguing for this is God's will and he will shine in your life and people will see that your father is alive. Your father is a good, good father. And he is to be glorified. So I pray that this week you will just be very aware and catch yourself if you start to complain and change it out rapidly. Change it out with the reminders of who God is. Change it out with a song of praise or a word of exaltation that tells about who God is and what he's done in your life. Write down testimonies. Collect little pieces of of Manna. I mean, like little pieces of things that you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. And don't let those get out of your life. Remind yourself of these every day and turn your complaints into thanksgiving.